AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldus.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Jason Ezrati. Jason is the co-founder and chairman of Broyfield Strategies. Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you, JP. Okay, so let's start a little bit of background of yourself, how you got involved in technology, some of the roles you've held along the way, and what led to you founding Broyfield. My background uh, is in the area of uh, biology. I started out as a scientist, and I was the type of biologist that always leaned into situations based on quantification. So uh, a data-driven biologist uh, in the world of uh, evolution, ecology, uh, they're data-rich subjects. And a lot of um, what we think of in modern day statistics actually come from biological examples. So uh, that's my background. I was initially a biologist um, with an engineering focus and that's what led me into the path of machine learning, you know, very early on, like 25 years ago, um, looking at machine learning to develop statistics for biological applications um, in uh, cardiovascular techniques, uh, like how to read EKGs or um, how to detect water pollution in, in, uh, in real time based on interpreting the behavior of clams and mussels um, using AI. Okay, so um, how do we then go from that level of deep science into you know, leading advanced technology? What were the steps along the way and at what point did you make the decision whether it was conscious or not to transition from deep science into into data yeah so i realized pretty early on um that i had a, a passion for uh solving problems um the problem that i was solving was less important to me i just love the idea of uh, answering questions um and so uh, there were some early developments like uh this th- this water pollution detection biosensor um, that led to uh, business creation. You know, this is something that can be commercialized. So invention led to other things, like we have to create an entity um, from that. And so that was really the, the, the things that led me out. Uh, so it was developing science, which led to invention. Invention naturally leads to uh, business building if you're going to commercialize something. Um, and that's when, again, I realized um, I, I can apply the same techniques to uh, aquatic systems as I can, workforce systems or anything else and, and have the same joy in doing so. So on the point of workforce systems, I think it's it's, it's probably good to, to get an overview of, for people listening uh, who are not familiar, who are Brightfield Strategies, what you guys do, and what were the origins behind the business? Yeah, so Brightfield Strategies was started as a management consulting firm. And um, we later changed the name to Brightfield, uh, dropping the strategies when we pivoted from management consulting to being a uh, a platform and product company. Um, So as management consultants, we were leveraging analytics to address business questions. Um, And what was smart about starting the company as management consultants was we we were immediately and precisely tuned into what does a given customer find valuable. So we're only talking about and calculating within Uh, the business problem, the explicit business problem of the customer. 
we got good enough at that um, uh, enough times and seeing some some really dramatic results that we were then smarter to productize uh, and be less tailored, more scalable. Could you give us an example of, of you know the type of client who may use your, your product and, and what impact it could have to their business? Sure. So uh, large, complex multinational companies, um, usually those with a with particularly heavy uh, IT related spend, perhaps large organizations going through uh, one of those tired phrases, digital transformation. Um, they are going to have pretty deep workforce related questions. The composition of their workforce. And we say workforce because it's not just their employees that they hire directly um, and employ directly, but also the workers that they get from uh, co contracting organizations, consulting organizations, temporary hires, freelance gig, uh, et cetera. So the work for the modern workforce is a far more complex um, set of different types of entities that are actually doing the work. So what is the right composition of that work? How much should it cost? Which of those elements are going to be harder to, to find? Uh, where are my skills uh, lowering in importance versus growing in importance? And, and, and how to bring all these pieces together to an optimal workforce form? Um, that's exactly what we help these companies with. Interesting. So from when you launched Broyfield, first as a management consulting, then transitioning into product-led, um, how has the business evolved with its use of data science and machine learning? And um, as you built a data-centric team, what are the most important factors that make you guys unique in what you do? Sure. So uh, there's really two fronts uh, that we apply machine learning um, directly. One is making sense of the structured data relationships that we have. So we can say, you know, some set of inputs create a given output, right? So uh, we can predict what is the market rate for a DBA with a given set of skills uh, in a given amount of time um, based on knowing how to uh, train a system to, to, to correlate inputs to a, to a given output. The other is just how to structure that data in the first place. Uh, working more with the text um, and the, the lack of conformity in the workforce world. Um, so we don't have a genetic code that we can say this is a bird of this type. Um, we don't have a skew to say this is a commodity of X type definitively every single time. So we have to create those. Um, and so a lot of the machine learning work we're doing is how to figure out what type of work is this and how does it cluster most tightly and therefore what label should it live within because things like job titles and job descriptions and all of those labels of convenience actually exist at multiple layers of granularity and overlap. And so it's a, it's a very confused uh, cloud of definition as opposed to discrete definitions that, that, that we pretend. So th those are the two things. One is to make sense of the noise, how to organize uh, the information so we know what is a unit of work that we can do all of our downstream analytics on. And then there's the downstream analytics that understands the relationships of the known elements and how one can predict or forecast the other. Focusing on the data team uh, in particular, and I'm, you've put together an, an incredibly talented group here, what are some of the, the main challenges that the, the developers, engineers, and data scientists are, are working on on a day-to-day -day basis to continue the, the product evolution? There are a couple of fronts. Um, so there's making the current set of feature functionality more autonomous in, in and of itself. Um, and so we don't only mean automating process steps, but uh, ways that, um, that, that it can 
take in data, train on data, look at the results of that data, and then support some of the decisioning on how that then promotes to production. So an, an autonomous way of collecting, scrubbing, and then uh, learning from and deploying uh, models that uh, from, from that data is one piece that we're sort of never done uh, doing because we're always taking on new forms of data and, and making them uh, ever, ever deeper, more efficient. The other is, is building out on feature concepts. And so what we're doing with this data, the types of questions that we can answer with that data. So as our models get more fully featured, uh, the types of questions that uh, our Java code can answer, can, can ask an answer from those models gets deeper. Um, and importantly, workflow related items. So it's not just a tool to answer a given question, um, but something that can support the user to know when they, uh, what, what is the question, when they need to be asking it, what to do with the results um, and really supporting the work of the person, um, not expecting them to know always what to do with the hammer just because we gave them the hammer. So uh, work workflow enabled, UI enabled, and, and ever increasingly autonomous. Those would be the three big categories. Here at Aldus, we want to make the hiring process easier for all. Whether you're an employer or an aspiring employee, we have the service for you. For full-time work, Aldus will partner with you to find the best person for the position. Using both our network and our rigorous qualification process, we ensure that only the best talent is shortlisted. We will manage the process and work with you to select our most suitable candidate for your organisation. We also offer excellent temp hiring services. At Aldus, we provide a great opportunity to help you and our candidate make the right choice. The contract period is one long interview for your full-time opening and the extended experience with our consultant helps you make the best decision. Aldus International is here to quickly help you find the best AI candidate. Our experts stay in close contact with our consultants throughout the duration of the contract, ensuring they have everything they need to get the job done. You guys have had you know, some really noted success with, with this product and it's, it's shown by the number of Fortune 100 companies who are using your service to impact workforce spend and workforce analytics. Um, what are you most excited about over, over the, the next few years for Brightfield as, as the business continues to grow and be, be more well-known and, and more wider used? I think the things that are, that are most exciting is to fulfill the vision that a workforce is, um, is, is the holistic view of all of the, the subparts. Um, and not just looking at any one part of it. So everything that we've done for the contingent or, or extended workforce, the non-employee workforce, um, to continue to, to take that out to be inclusive of all parts, what we call the unified workforce um, globally. So across all skills globally, across all worker types, uh, that's certainly an important part of these next uh, couple few years. Um, in addition to other types of constituents that we can be serving, um, once we're able to define what is the standard unit of measure, what should one expect from a given type of work that we're able to help them characterize, well, now we're plugged into everything within the spectrum of anyone wanting to analyze everything, uh, anything for work. Um, and so that's how those pieces come together. At the most strategic, it's making sure that a, a given company can plan their work, uh, inclusive of all of the constituent parts. Um, uh, but 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 also at the more tactical level, being able to provide that translation uh, from a technical perspective across any system that wants to know something about work. So you have a unique perspective of assessing uh, workforce, but equally looking at your own workforce, you've been able to 
consistently grow and build a really high performing team, many of whom I've had the pleasure of speaking with. And they all speak to not only the abilities of the individuals around them, very much an A player environment, they also talk about the the, the work friendly environment that you've created. Um, focusing on what a lot of our listeners will be interested in is the, the development side, the data science side. Could you give us some insight into what it's like to be part of the, the core development group here? Maybe talking about how you guys have your, your coder friendly hours or just the overall pace in which it, uh, the team operates. Because it's it, from speaking to the guys, they're very passionate and very excited. Yeah, the, the environment that we've created here is one where people feel um, comfortable experimenting, comfortable um, that it's a, it's a safe place to do their best work. And when I say a safe place, it's because I think sometimes people are uh, reticent to let their ideas out. Um, this is a, we, we provide an environment where that's rewarded. Um, we provide an environment um, where the intensity is 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 not uh, because you're getting whipped like a horse. The intensity is because you're surrounded by athletes that are inspiring each other to do their their best work uh, and their their most creative. Um, and that's something that if, you know, we, we hopefully will never lose, uh, no matter how big we get. Um, and I think an, another part of why that exists is because of the level of respect the individuals have for each other. The best ideas can come from anywhere. It doesn't matter if it's your first day or if you're the CTO. Um, and that kind of mutual respect is, uh, is, is hard earned. Yeah. It's an idea meritocracy is what you create, which is great to see. Yeah. Staying on this point, we, we on the flip side, in order to be successful here, somebody's got to be really talented. And we I've spoken to Will, your amazing CTO, about the ramp up period, and, and people get productive pretty quick. What do you love most about working with the team that you've built here? I think what I personally love most about working with this team is that we we so clearly have alignment on best answer is what matters. And we're all coming from being fueled by, by joy. Um, we care so deeply about the, the, the work we're doing to extract truth from data. And we take that so seriously um, that, uh, you know, it, it feels more like a calling than a day job. And, um, and that's why we have a team of scientists uh, and, and not just people who are laying bricks. And, uh, and it has to feel that way. And so if someone is not, you know, prepared to bring that level of joy uh, to, to the table, this, you know, probably wouldn't be a great environment because otherwise you'd be wondering why is everyone working so hard? Yeah, I think it's a very, very important point to make. Um, I want to finish by getting your, your thoughts, input, and, and maybe some advice for more junior aspiring uh, candidates who many of whom would, would have an interest in working for a company like this. Sure. Um, a lot of candidates that we speak to um, will have limited technical experience in their first or second role, but want to want to know how they can bridge the gap or sort of make up for that in other areas. What advice would you offer to uh, aspiring developers, data scientists, analysts who have an interest in, in, in data are passionate about being successful and who want to work in a fast-paced environment like this, what can they be doing to improve their chances both of, of getting an interview, but more importantly, securing a, a role in, in a, a company like Brightfield? So I, I, I guess um, the broad advice I would give is you're looking for three things. One, work, work worth doing. Two, uh, you want to be in an environment where you're able to take risks. 
and um, and and able to show show what you're you're capable of. Um, and three, you you you're looking for an environment where there's true mentorship and coaching. Um, and that's something that Brightfield, uh, you know, feels very strongly about. Uh, the number one recruiting tool that we use for junior developers spend five minutes with Will Severin, our CTO, yeah. and realize this is someone that I could learn from that will set my career on a different path, will set my intellectualism on a personal level on a different path. Um, and, and, and that type of mentorship uh, in the modern era of other large scaling organizations, I believe, is lost. Uh, so, uh, you know, as part of, you know, the ethos of the calling I mentioned, um, we, we take that part very seriously. There, there is nothing more enjoyable than within the first week of a new developer starting and they come into my office and they say, this architecture, this code is so beautiful. We are so glad to see this. This tells me I've made the right choice. And so uh, it's one thing to say it's fast paced. It's one thing to say we're scaling. It's another thing to say that we have the maturity in the architecture that you actually want to work on, uh, not just the people you want to work with. So uh, absolutely. That, and I think that's also important for junior developers to see what, what does good look like? What, what does our properly architected code really look like? Yeah, and from speaking to lead engineers and developers working here who've worked in some well-known brands prior to here, to hear them speak so highly of the architecture is, is a testament to that. Yeah, and it's very evident when you have uh, employees without prompts repeat the same things in particular about on the development side, which is we're clearly focused on. Um, tech leads speaking very highly of, of their, their leader and mentor and how much it's impacted their career. Um, Jason, this has been incredibly insightful. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. AI Action is brought to you by Aldus International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aldus offer an exec search program. Aldus can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. Get the Aldus advantage. Become a member of the Aldus community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all those members. And don't forget our AI in Action podcast. Each week, we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career and more. Become an Aldus member and get the Aldus advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldus.com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.